Welcome into another episode of the Unnamed MMA Podcast, a special edition of the Unnamed MMA Podcast. I'm Adam Abdallah. Follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah, normally with Jordan Sherwood. Follow him for all the picks and previews at Woodon1063. A special edition, like I mentioned, as we've already talked to Leon Edwards for UFC 278. Make sure you check that out on the podcast, as well as our other preview and our fight breakdown for UFC 278. But right now, we are honored to be joined by the champion himself, Kamaru Usman, putting up the welterweight title against Leon Edwards on Saturday at UFC 278. He joins us right now. And Kamaru, thanks again for making time for us. We really appreciate it. The fight is just a couple days away. How are you feeling going into UFC 278? I'm feeling amazing. Um, you know, just blessed to have an opportunity to go out and compete and entertain the masses again. How much of a different uh, fighter are you now from the first time you and Leon, Leon Edwards matched up about seven years ago? Well, completely different fighter. Uh, at that point, I was merely just a wrestler trying to learn on the job, and I have learned on the job, and I've mastered a few things. But one of those, and the most important one, is winning. And so we've made the comparison here, you know, previewing uh, this matchup in UFC 278 to Michael Jordan. And for us here in Chicago, that's high praise. Uh, and because he kept on trying to find new ways to compete with himself. Obviously, you know, you're undefeated here uh, in this great run that you're on. And so how do you stay motivated? How do you stay at that competitive edge where you know that you're essentially competing with yourself also? Me, it's um, it's it's just breaking that barrier each and every time. Each and every time I go into these fights, I, I I'm worried. I'm scared. Maybe this guy is better than me. Maybe that guy can defeat me. Maybe that guy will embarrass me. But I, I I'm courageous enough to step out there each and every time, and I prove to myself each and every time of why I am the champion and I am the pound for pound best in the world. Do you think that uh, Leon Edwards is a better fighter this time than he was seven years ago? Absolutely. You know, fighting is, um, of course, it's a skill, but then, you know, you get the experience behind you and you learn how to control the, the physical and the mental. And yes, I think he's definitely a much better fighter. You know, but uh, this Saturday is my job to show him that no matter how much you've improved, you're still not on my level. You know, when you see a rematch like this, it's usually some form of bad blood between the two fighters. You know, they're, they're, they're going back and forth. They're taking jabs at each other on social media and in press conferences and stuff like that. But it seems like there's a lot of mutual respect between you two. Is that true? There is on my part because I, 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 I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for each and every challenge I am. And I know he's a very skilled guy, and, uh, and I give him credit for that. But, you know, lately he's been, he's been saying a few disrespectful things in the media, and, and, and I guess it's just to hype himself up or to make himself feel better than he is. But, you know, it is what it is. All that noise and all that chatter can happen now, but on Saturday night when they close that door, he's going to feel me and he's going to understand why I am the best. We focus a lot on the uh, gambling aspect here on uh, this podcast and this show. And, uh, you know, when you look at the odds, you're a huge favorite in this fight and you're a huge favorite in a lot of the fights that you're in. Do you kind of push that to the side and not look at that? Or are you aware that when you step into that octagon that people believe that you're a lot better than your competition? Well, the thing with that is um, 
There's a reason I'm the pound for pound best. And what pound for pound means for me is they matter which weight class they translate your style into, you're going to be victorious. And that shows in the odds all the time. But I don't really pay attention to the odds. I was an underdog when I fought Tyron Willie. And mm-hmm. we saw what happened there. I dominated from start to finish like I said I would. So I don't really pay attention to them, but most people understand it. They know what they're watching, and they know what they're getting when they watch my fights. Now, you did mention weight classes, so I'll ask, if, should you beat Leon Edwards on Saturday, are you considering a move to a different class to try to get some different competition here? I've said it before. I believe that I'm going to do something that's never been done before, and I believe I will go up and take the light heavyweight belt. That, that, that is my belief. Uh, given that opportunity, I'm going to make it happen. And so you've also been not just busy in the Octagon, but busy elsewhere. You've got, you know, some movies coming up and, and you're dealing with entertainment. How does that fit into your training schedule? Like, I mean, you're a busy man. Let's be honest. When you're the best, you've, you a lot of people want a lot from you. You're doing all this promotional tour. How do you keep that to the side and keep focused on your training? Right. It's very, very tough. And, and it makes it very difficult to, to still be able to be where you are. But... That's one thing that I kind of understood going in. And my mom used to say this phrase to me all the time, which kind of pissed me off all the time. But she was very, very right when she said that heavy is the head that wears the crown. Mm-hmm. And that's very, very true. You know, when you are the champion, you are the top dog. A lot is required from you. And being able to understand and be grateful and balance all that makes you who you are. Now, you're going to be in Black Panther, Wakanda forever. What's kind of the, you know, obviously you're not actually getting hit and you're not actually taking punches and taking shots here like you do in the Octagon, but what was the, could you take anything from your training and your time in the Octagon to the movie set? Uh, We're working on that. We're working on that. Um, Hopefully, uh, hopefully get a movie here that I am going to be doing a lot of fighting in the style that I fight. I'm going to be doing a lot of that, so... You know, we're still fingers crossed. We're still very, very green and new in this this uh, Hollywood scene. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. But fingers crossed, and uh, it's definitely an avenue I want to explore. And you're also a father here, too. And so when you step into that octagon and you know you're fighting for more than just yourself, what does that mean to you when you step in there? It means a lot to me because, uh, you know, we all want to be in a, in a position to be able to present something to our family, to be able to take care of our family and, and make sure that they have opportunities that we never had. And um, I am in that position right now, so I don't take it for granted, and I am extremely grateful for that. Now, being one of the best, I got to know, because you've done it a lot, obviously. You win a lot. You are pound for pound the best fighter in the UFC. So when you win on Saturday, should you win on Saturday, what do you do to kind of wind down? What do you do to kind of let yourself go? Is there a go-to meal that you have? Is there something that you do to just kind of release after this win, or are you focused in moving on to the next challenge? I'm a big brunch guy. <laughs> uh, I, I, love, I, I love to have brunch, but uh, one of the most important things to me is, is that time with my daughter mm-hmm. after the fight. And so... The most, the, the, it seems so small, but the biggest and the, the thing that I look forward to the most is being able to go home on Sunday after the fight 
knowing that I've been victorious and walk into our house with my daughter. It's just crazy. Just that little moment. And of course, have brunch before. Of course, have of course. Before. You can have brunch with her too, right? Oh yeah, 100%. But me and her have brunch. We have brunch and then we go home. What do you go, what's your go-to brunch? It's, it's a mixture. You know, it depends on what they have at the time. But I'm, I would say first choice with me and my daughter, we go French toast. Okay. That's the first choice. But if not French toast, we'll dabble with uh, pancakes. That's awesome. If not pancakes, then we'll settle for waffles. So you're the sweets guy. You don't need the you don't need the the omelet and the, all the eggs and the sausage. You're more for the sweets t- type of brunch. I, d- I dig that. Actually, I love that. Actually, it's crazy. I'm not a big sweets guy. Okay. That's just the only sweets that we will take. Me and my daughter. That's the only sweets we'll take. I'm a big omelet guy because I'm a pretty pretty healthy in and out of camp. So I love an omelet. You know, it's just that when I'm in camp, I'll probably do an egg white. But when I'm not in camp, I'll do a whole egg omelet with spinach, eggs, turkey, all of the above. Well, thank you so much for your time. Good luck on Saturday. We really appreciate it. And hopefully afterwards, you and your daughter can enjoy some French toast together. Thank you. Thank you guys so much.